0: So, John, let's say I'm getting married. Okay. And you're going to throw me a bachelor party.
1: Oh, am I going to be your best man?
0: Mm, that's let let's not go too far. Okay. Hypothetically. Okay, just purely hypothetical. Yeah. Okay. What's the worst bachelor party idea you can come up
1: with? I've got two words for you, baby gay cruise. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 Oof. You, me, a boat full of drag queens, hot tub parties, the works. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would have its entertaining moments, but mm. oh, dear. Yeah,
1: good choice. I think we'd have fun, you know. You're about to get married. Get some stuff out your system, you know.
0: <laughs> Doesn't sound like I'm getting anything out of my system. <laughs> no, that's
1: true. Something's-
0: Welcome everybody to Beyond the Boxer, the podcast where today we are pitching prequels, sequels and spin-offs to the film Bridesmaids. Yay! It should be interesting. Yeah, okay.
1: It's um, <laughs> an ominous tone.
0: We'll also be pitching some drinking games and hearing from our listeners with the ideas that they've come up with. But first we're going to talk through some of our favourite moments and give a bit of a plot summary. Uh, my name's Harry, I'm the host with the most wedding invitations.
1: It's true. You have a larger family than me, and they, your family do tend to get married on multiple occasions. So, I yeah. currently
0: have weddings planned for this year, next year, and the year after. So, oh, yeah, great. God. Joining me as always, the plus one to his own podcast is John Marcus.
1: So mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so this film, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids, yes. So, this is a Patreon pick. Mm-hmm. This was chosen by our Patreon, Steph. So, thank you very much, Steph, for your support. Steph chose not to join us on this episode. She just wanted to hear us talk about the film. So, yeah. uh Yeah, I was perfectly happy to do so, because I've seen this film so many times, like, must be at least seven or eight times now I've seen this film. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's always on TV, it's a very easy watch, Yeah, it's a lot of fun, it's very likeable, and it's been on my shortlist for quite a while, so Mm -hmm. I was very happy with the choice. Mm -hmm. This was your first time seeing the film, right? Yes, I believe so. Okay, what did you think? Um, It's just a meth for you? Yeah, wasn't that bothered by it. Okay, how so?
0: Um, I don't know. Nothing really caught me. It didn't... Nothing in this film made me think that this was a standout film.
1: Okay, that's interesting.
0: It just felt like yeah, your standard rom-com. Not even like your
1: high-level rom-coms. Well, you've watched three rom-coms this week, at least. Yeah, it's been rough. For your other podcast, Two Geeks, Two Movies, you did yeah. um, No Strings Attached and yeah. Just Good Friends, is it? Or Just Friends? Friends of Benefits. Friends of Benefits, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? how, how would you... <sighs> rank this compared to those two? Oh, it's at the top. Oh, good, okay. It's,
0: it's, it's the best of the three, Yeah, but I am rom-com down right now.
1: Do you think that might be affecting your judgement a little bit, that you just like... you I watched this one first. Oh, this is the first one you... are okay, <laughs> so no. <laughs> so, you yeah, know,
0: maybe yes, like now my, uh, my uh what's the word, level of enthusiasm yeah. right now to talk about it, it's a bit low. Sure. But, uh yeah, I don't know, it, it certainly had its moments, mm-hmm. but... I mean, did it make you laugh? yeah 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 no it definitely made me laugh at certain times but there's some bits like the bit where they all get food poisoning it's just like yeah this is exactly what i expected from a film like this
1: really because i don't think oh, rom coms. He, he, often...
0: he, he, here's melissa mccarthy shitting in a sink
1: yeah but I, I don't think like female-driven rom-coms often go to that real gross art kind of place no no they don't yeah but i wasn't surprised when it did sure okay fine fair enough i think what makes this film stand out is absolutely the cast yeah. it's also well written, but yeah, I think yeah. the cast is just it elevates it so much for me. I mm. think that they're all really funny. They fit the friendships feel very like real. You know, with a lot of rom coms, the characters are just like, I'm type A and I'm type B and we're mm-hmm. friends or we're not friends or you know, it's yeah, it, they're, they're all very paint by numbers and they have like. Remember last week when we were talking about not that it's a rom com particularly, but The Terminal, and my problem with Catherine Jones is that she had one interesting thing about her, which is mm-hmm. that she liked Napoleon. Yeah. And that was like, that was her thing. And yeah. I don't think this film does that. I think the film creates characters that feel human and they have conversations that, even though they're very comedic, feel like conversations between actual friends, which mm-hmm. I, I I really enjoyed about mm-hmm. the film. I thought that made it easier to care. A lot of film comes I, I have trouble particularly caring what happens to anyone because mm-hmm. they're all usually quite bland characters. Mm-hmm. So I like that. And I think there are... I think there's, there's some scenes in this film that are so ridiculously funny that really make me laugh like it, Go it goes to such a place well I think the shitting is funny like it's mm. I'm not normally a big gross stuff fan but it's more for me the it's not necessarily Melissa McCarthy shitting in a sink it's more when she just shouts like don't look at me don't fucking look at me like <laughs> she really goes there and then yeah. you've got you've got Kristen Wiig like obviously also desperate to shit herself like she's obviously just as sick as everyone else but she just mm. refuses to accept to, mm. to admit it because she doesn't want to admit to Helen that she's responsible yeah. for what's happened so yeah the scene of her eating, very, very slowly eating the... That was great. The, the was, mint or whatever, yeah. just yeah. the sweat, just like, dripping with sweat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so good. And then you've got Maya Rudolph in a full wedding dress, like, shitting herself in the streets, mm. which I got... What I loved about that was the way they did it. It wasn't like... That moment wasn't like a gross-up moment. Another film would have just had her, like, you know, literally shitting in the street. The with dress her. turns brown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's just... She just she just gets really sad. She's like, it's happening, it's happening! Oh, God. It's, and just she just sinks into the ground. Mm totally embarrassed. It's kind of like, yeah, it's happened. I can't do anything now. It's happened. I yeah. just have to live in this, sit in this shame. Like, yeah. <laughs> I loved all that. But I mean, <laughs> I thought it was really funny. But there's lots of scenes. Well, I guess the best thing to do will be to go through the plot and then we'll pick out something. Mm-hmm. But what for you was the... Uh, of it? Evidently, it wasn't the shitting scene. What was the funniest scene for you then?
0: Hmm, I think maybe when just everything goes completely shit for her and then... Uh, Matt Lucas and Rebel Wilson kick her out of the apartment. Oh, okay. And they're just like, we think it's a bit weird that a brother and sister in their 40s or 30s, late 30s, whatever who, who was, can say of, the, of this age, are living together mm-hmm. with a housemate. So we decided that we're going to live together on our own. And it's just, <laughs> just great the way that they did it. And so, get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're a strange she's little... Not, she's not left yet. She'll leave, she'll yeah. leave.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, those characters were a strange little side mm. to this whole film yeah I mean first of all Rebel Wilson was not even trying for an English accent no. like, at all <laughs> it was so because like physically her and Matt Lucas mm. can pa- I, I think definitely pass as siblings like, you know, they look similar they now, do look yeah. similar and they, they both got this kind of slight oddball quality yeah. to them so I, I understood the casting trees in that sense but yeah she just didn't even try or if she was mm. trying she wasn't succeeding mm. like she was just doing the, her Rebel Wilson Australian accent. Yeah. So when at one point she actually describes herself as like an English rose or something, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <Yeah. laughs> if anything, I would have had Matt Lucas do an Australian accent if she can't do a British one. Like. Yeah, yeah, that
0: makes sense. Mm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I've been thinking and Brit needs to start paying rent. That's it. She's been here long enough. The three of us live here. It's not fair for me to be paying half. We split it three ways. What do you say?
0: Well, she can't work. She's no. on a tourist visa. Yeah, so technically I'm only allowed to tour. Well, you know... I have no way of earning money unless I just go and prostitute down on the street. I don't want you to do Hello, that. Hello, fellas. No. Here I am. I no. oh, yeah, your we... American sausage in my no. English McMuffin. No, but we did that. All right.
1: Okay, I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. There's three people living here. Yeah. If she doesn't start paying... I'm not... She has to leave.
0: Is this about the diary again?
1: What diary? Your diary proved very interesting to read. You read my you read my journal.
0: At first, I did not know that it was your diary. I thought it was a very sad, handwritten book.
1: All right. Well, do you want to do the plot summary then? Sure, sure. So, Bridesmaids, written by and, co- and starring Kristen Wiig. Mm-hmm. She co-wrote the script with Annie Mumolo. Uh, directed by Paul Feig, mm. who directed uh, Last Christmas, which we may be seeing in an hour mm. or two. So. He also directed the Ghostbusters, the ill-fated Ghostbusters, uh, oh, right. the remake, yeah, which we didn't hate, mm. uh, but a lot of people did. Yeah, he's, he's definitely hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Poor fig and Judd Patar, I think, produced it as well. Who did? Who does a lot of like the Seth Rogen-y stuff? So mm-hmm. it's got it's got a good mix of mix of writers and performers. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah, so Kristen Wiig, she plays Annie. She's I guess in her mid to late 30s. Mm. She's at a bit of a low point in her life. She's we're introduced to her. Uh, having sex with John Hamm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, John Hamm's great in this. John always, Hamm. Yeah, John Ham al- is. He's always great in he things. Is, you should watch Mad Men. And he he he's just in so many things. Yeah. What I like is he's he's most famous for Mad Men. This t- this mm-hmm. really acclaimed TV show that he was in for years and years, where he plays this guy Don Draper who is like this really cool, really suave mm-hmm. guy. And everything he's done since then, he just seems to delight in playing the most unappealing characters in the world. He's just always goofy these <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. And I, lo- yeah, I really like it's that great. choice he's It works yeah. so well. It does. He can do both. He, he, he's, yeah, because mm. he's in um, 30 Rock, isn't he? He's one of Tina Fey's love interests. And
0: Oh, yeah, he is, yeah. He's in Parks and
1: Rec for like... He pops a, up in everything. A brief bit for two episodes. Yeah. yeah. I think he just does all the shows. Yeah. Is he
0: an idiot in 30 Rock as well? Yeah.
1: Well, he's one of... Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the one who's so... He's the doctor who's... Really stupid, but because he's so pretty, he gets nobody notices how stupid he is, and great. it's like scary, yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. He's really like he's really great at playing against his kind of type, which his type, mm-hmm. I guess, would be these really cool, suave, well dressed, you know, yeah, sexy men. So, yeah, no, yeah. he's great. But in this, they're having sex. Um, I see that goes on. I remember the first time I saw this film was actually at Chris's with my parents because mm-hmm. my mom loves this film, it's like her favorite right. rom com of okay. like the recent years. But we watched it together at Christmas, and it's watching a film, I mean, you'll know, your mum's made you watch all kinds of shit. Mm. A film that opens with like a pretty athletic sex scene that goes on and on and on <laughs> at Christmas mm. is a, yeah, a little bit uh, awkward, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit uncomfortable. But yeah, so she's in this kind of no-strings-attached kind of relationship with him. He's awful. He treats her terribly. Like he, She obviously wants it to develop into a relationship, and he's just... He literally says at, at one point, like, I'm really sorry, this is awkward, but I just want you to leave. Like, yeah. He's just horrible to her. <laughs> But he says it with, like, a smile on his face, like, well, you know. Oh, yeah, that's it, because she does that thing where she gets
0: up, makes herself look all pretty, and then yeah. just lies down on the bed as though she's just woken up like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. Mm-hmm. So then she kind of dejectedly leaves his, his house mm-hmm. and does the walk of shame, mm-hmm. which uh, involves getting stuck behind a giant security gate. He mm-hmm. must be very rich. Yeah. He seems to live in this mansion. Mm-hmm. And then, so she climbs onto the top of the gate to try and climb over it, and then it, of course, opens, and you have to see her. <laughs> sitting. See, that was funny. Yeah. I'm not saying this film wasn't funny. Just Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. You just weren't really in the mood for it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I loved all that. But basically, yeah, what we're getting from this is that her life is a little bit on a downward spiral. She's just lost her job. She, had, she opened a bakery that went out of business, so she's mm-hmm. lost a lot of money on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she i think she had another boyfriend she broke up with maybe recently mm. but her best friend is a lady called lillian played by Maya rudolph who yeah. i love in all things i mean she's brilliant she's they're all from this american sketch show saturday night live and right. uh, yeah she's a very funny lady mm-hmm. yeah so they're like best friends and we get some really nice scenes of them like i think a lot of the f- dialogue in this film was kind of improv or mm. like because it's got a, quite a loose feel scenes always gone a little bit longer than you would think they would mm. it's not just like joke jokes 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 yeah so i really liked these early scenes where they're like stealing a workout class because they can't afford to pay the personal trainer so they just hide behind a tree and listen to her abuse all the other people yeah and then they're like having breakfast and she tells uh, lillian that she slept with john ham last night and then lillian does not approve she doesn't like that guy and then they get, they get talking about blowjobs for about a minute which is mm-hmm. like, they're doing like their impressions of what a penis looks like <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> that was great mm-hmm. like i thought it really establishes their relationship very quickly and makes mm-hmm. you think, okay yeah these are these have been best friends for years this is how they talk to each other mm-hmm. it's great i like this
0: Um. What did you do last night? (gasps) You are not telling me something.
1: I, I hung out with Ted for like a little bit.
0: I knew it. We had, we had fun. It was fun. There's what I don't like about it. You hate yourself after you see him every time. And then we go through this and you feel like shit. And it's almost like you're doing it because you feel bad about yourself.
1: He called me late, and we
0: hung out. It wasn't like a big deal, and you know what? It was fun. Ew, you had sex with him.
1: We had a an adult sleepover.
0: Oh, did you let him sleep over in your mouth? Annie, I'm sorry. You're unbelievable. <laughs> he kept like
1: putting it near my face. They
0: do that, don't they? How do they do that? Let us
1: offer. We don't Please. offer. You're
0: supposed to slap it away. <laughs>
1: I couldn't. So she's lost her job, her bakery closed down, so she's now working in a jewellery shop, which she kind of seems to hate, because Mm -hmm. she's just surrounded by happy couples all the time, by engagement rings and wedding rings and stuff, and she's obviously a little bit embittered at this point in her Mm -hmm. life. And also, she's living with these two oddball British siblings, played by Matt Lucas and Reba Wilson, who Mm -hmm. are just strange and (laughs) (laughs) obviously like nightmare roommates. Yeah. Uh, But yes, the first thing that happens is that Lillian tells her, Maya Rudolph's character... That she has gotten engaged, her mm. long-term boyfriend Doug has, has proposed to her, mm-hmm. so she wants Annie Kristen Wig to be her maid of honor. Yeah, she kind of tries to be happy for her, but you can tell she's you know Kristen Wig does a lot of really good just without even saying anything, just like her face tells you everything that you mm. need to know about how she's feeling. Mm-hmm. Also, like so, yeah, she's really good actor. She's this. great. Yeah, mm. it's, it's, this is a really good showcase for her. Yeah, um, but yeah, so she's obviously trying to be happy for her friend, which is also quite sad because you know she's. Her life isn't going very well, and she's worried about losing her friend. If her mm-hmm. friend gets married, they're not going to be as close as they used to be. So mm-hmm. she's just generally a little bit... It just pushes her into a little bit of a downward spiral. Yeah.
0: my Rudolph is an awful friend in this world. She is. It's weird.
1: It, there is, well, she's not at the beginning, but then, yeah, the fact that she just doesn't seem to notice what her friend's going yeah. through. But then I think the idea is supposed to be that she's so wrapped up in her wedding that she just doesn't have the mm. the bandwidth right now. Like, sometimes, you know, she's she's got other priorities. She's just not really... She even says at the end, she apologised, she said, I should have paid more attention to how this is making you feel. Mm-hmm. I think she was just, you're supposed to think she's so wrapped up in her wedding that she's just not, doesn't have the energy or the space to think about what Kristen Wiggs going through. Yeah, so. But you're right, there are times when you'd be like, you, you're not okay, you need to, we need to talk about this, which never happened. But mm. it's, for, it's for plot as well. If, 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 if Mario Rudolph's character yeah. was more emotionally intelligent from the beginning none of this would happen. They would just have a conversation and they'd deal with it. Mm. You know, but instead, you have to go for all of you know, so. mm. it. I I agree. It does make her character look unsympathetic, but I think they just about pull it back. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so anyway, they go to an engagement party. There's an engagement party for Lillian. And that's where Lillian introduces Annie to her other best friend, her work friend, mm-hmm. who is Helen, played by Rose Byrne. Yeah, yeah. And so she, I think she is her fiancé's boss's wife so like it's definitely like a work friend kind of right sure yeah that's why they've not met before like Mm. so yeah it's it's like different worlds because my rudolph it seems like my rudolph is uh, lillian's character is marrying a much wealthier guy Mm. like he's he's obviously doing very well like clearly he's working for this super rich couple Mm -hmm. Uh, so she obviously moves in this kind of quite wealthy circle but also on the other side Kristen wigg's character is broke so it's like it's kind of like the episode of Friends, you know, when there was like the, the, when when they have that conversation about the free friends who have good jobs and the free friends who don't. Oh, like, yeah. I think it really has, has that same kind of dynamic that they don't spend a lot of time on, but it's definitely always there that mm-hmm. like she's moving up in the world financially, mm-hmm. and Kristen Wave's kind of stuck with where she is and she's not really moving at the same pace. And it kind of creates an imbalance. And, yeah. Yeah. And anyway, so. Then we get Helen, who is like the the villain of the film for the most part, and she's fantastic. Like she's just in the sense that she's awful. Like <laughs> she's unbelievably glamorous, like super rich, mm-hmm. and um, really, really passive aggressive. Yeah. Like she always has to like watch subtly one up, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is what really the, the, the most of the humor of the movie comes from. Mm. Like, I, I I really enjoyed those bits. Well, we get the one of the best ones at this engagement because. As the maid of honour, Annie gives this speech, the maid of honour speech, and she just says, you know, Lily, you're my oh, best friend. It's so friend. awkward. It's so awkward, but they they make it drag out for so long. And It's mm-hmm. one of those things that's it's funny, then it's awkward, then it goes all the way back to being funny again. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she gives a very sweet, simple little speech, just like, Lily, you're my best friend. I love you. I'm so happy for you. And Doug, mm-hmm. you know, have a great night, everyone. And that's it. And then Helen comes up mm-hmm. and delivers this ridiculously over the top, like, mm-hmm. you changed my life. You know, you're the <laughs> best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. We're going to spend so much time together. Like, really makes... Annie feel insecure, and then they just start... So then he goes back on stage, and they it's just keep... singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <she's laughs> I was like, oh no, it's the <laughs> She starts singing, that's what oh, friends are for, and yeah. then
1: Helen comes up and starts ad-libbing over the top of it. Yeah. It's, just... <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's so good, but... like <laughs> I she went and got herself a second microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like... <laughs> it really sets up this, like, instant... Like, even though they're both outwardly polite to each other, they, you can tell they're instantly, like see each other as rivals. Yeah. And they're just, they're just like very... Yeah, very passive-aggressive with each other. Yeah. We also meet the rest of the supporting cast, mm-hmm. uh, the other bridesmaids. Because there's no men that master... Well, there's John Hamm and Chris O'Dowd have... But like, the the husband is not is a character not, yeah, at, not all. at all. I don't think no. he says a single line in the whole film, which is no. great. It's really about the women. Mm. So yeah, we meet the other bridesmaids. So obviously, the big one is Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. She is the sister-in-law, the future sister-in-law. Sure. Yeah, the, she's the, 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 the groom's sister, yeah. Mm. And she's just... Insane. She's yeah. just a complete, a complete freak. Yeah, in the best way. Like she just keeps telling these insanely tall tales. She's either a really, really genuinely interesting person who's like super high up in the government, mm-hmm. or more likely she's a serial liar, like mm-hmm. just a compulsive liar. But either way, she's great. She yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. She just says absolutely whatever she. It comes to her head <laughs> like she got nominated for an Oscar for this which is not many comedy performances get nominated for Oscars no they don't do they yeah she was great in it though. she was fantastic I out- deserved it so, year. I thought she was mm. really really funny mm-hmm. yeah so there's her there's also a cousin cousin Wendy I think she's called no co- cousin Rita cousin Rita mm. played by an actress I don't really know from anything else but she's called Wendy McLeverton the blonde one the blonde one yeah yeah No damn. I wrote it down I haven't seen it Wendy McClendon Covey. Mm-hmm. I think she's been in a few American sitcoms, but nothing I've seen. But mm-hmm. anyway, she's, got, she's like a bit older. She's been married for like years. She's got three teenage boys and mm-hmm. she's just like over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really wanted more of her. Like she, because her and Ellie Kemper, mm-hmm. the other one, they kind of really disappear halfway through the movie. And it's a shame because I really liked the little dynamic yeah. that they had going on. It yeah, didn't, it was good. It, they kind of just disappeared, but...
0: Ellie Camper, is that the one who's Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah, Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, it's weird because in this film she looks about ten years older than she does in Kimmy Schmidt.
1: I think it's just the styling. In Kimmy Schmidt, she's dressed as a woman who's been living underground. So she's like she's got the mental age of like a fifteen-year-old. So that's why mm. she's always wearing like bright colours. Wearing this, she's a little bit more true. You know, tapped down. But...
0: True, but i just sort of noticed it in her face. Just it, yeah. I mean, it must be in the makeup. But
1: yeah, yeah, sure. I don't, who knows? Yeah, mm. but no, I loved Cousin Reese's stuff about just hating her family. Like, mm. I cracked a, sh- a towel in half. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's semen everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the other one is Becca, who's like a work friend, played by Ellie Kemper, who's mm-hmm. like a, this, very much an Ellie Kemper character, just this sweet, young, you know, newlywed, mm-hmm. happily married. You know, there's not much to her character other than that, really. she no, just the, really. She only really gets that one little awkward moment when she's like, oh yeah, we're, we're newly married and you're, you're alone. You're here alone. That's, <laughs> that's all she would really gets to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> This is Becca, my friend from work. We're in the trenches together. <laughs> hey, hey, how, how are you? you? Nice to meet you. This is my husband, Kevin. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> husband. I like to say it, we're newlyweds. <laughs> oh wow. Congratulations. Thank you so much. <laughs> we went
0: on a sweetheart
1: honeymoon. Oh. <laughs> Where did you guys go? Disney, Disney World. World.
0: Oh. We finished each other's sentences. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> 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 this your husband?
1: No, no, I'm, no, no, no! I don't know him. I'm sorry. Do you want to go for a walk later? Um I can't. What? I can't. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm not, so sorry. I'm not with anybody. I'm here solo. <laughs>
0: let's let's start it again. I'm I'm Rebecca. You're my husband. Okay. You don't have a
1: husband. <laughs> sorry. So yeah, they go to this engagement party. They have this passive-aggressive speech off and. Annie leaves feeling a little bit dejected, and then she's driving home. She's kind of just having an argument with herself in her own head about how annoying Helen is, and she gets pulled over by a traffic cop, played by Chris O'Dowd, Mm -hmm. called Nathan Rhodes. It's so not an Irish name. No. Because again, if he's supposed to be American, he's not even trying for the accent. He's Mm -hmm. definitely just stayed in his Irish accent, Mm -hmm. so... Nathan Rhodes? Have you ever met an Irish person called Nathan Rhodes? No. No. It sounds like an alias to Terminator, would you Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's really... (laughs) Neither of those names strike me as particularly Irish. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong, if there's a bunch of Irish Nathans listening, I do apologise, but...
0: I could see Nathan being an Irish name. Maybe.
1: Anyway, it's a minor point. Yeah. Yeah. But Rhodes... Yeah. Anyway, so he pulls her over because... she Is she speeding, or is she driving erratically, or...? Um, oh, her tail her, light's broken. Her, 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 her brake light is broken. He, yeah. says,
0: he says that about two hundred times. Oh, that's definitely a, that's definitely a drinking. game. That's definitely <laughs> one of my drinking games. Yeah,
1: he pulls her over, kind of just to prove she's not drunk, which she's not apparently. That mm. uh, they have a little bit of flirtation. Turns out she, he knew the bakery that she worked at, that she opened. Yeah. So that that sets off their little romantic subplot that kind of runs through the movie. So then the bridesmaids they get together and they go for a meal at a Brazilian restaurant that Annie has. Um, recommended because mm-hmm. she likes to pick like low-cost restaurants. She's the whole There's a whole thing of her constantly trying to like keep it away from expensive things. She can't really afford it and Helen's just like, no, let's spend a fortune because she doesn't care yeah. about money. So they go to this cheap Brazilian restaurant where they all uh, eat apart from Helen, they all eat the same meat and uh, then they go to get a bridal fitting mm. so to get the, their bridal dresses fitted at this very, very posh market mm-hmm. uh, place. And this is where we get probably the most infamous scene in the movie, which mm-hmm. we just discussed earlier, which is uh, the shitting scene, the, the food yeah. poisoning scene. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I I don't normally love gross out, but I did think it went to such a level that it, it did make me laugh. Like mm-hmm. you know, just just all of them like in the same room, just shitting and vomiting and crying and screaming. Mm-hmm. It just got so absurd that yeah. I, I couldn't help. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean,
0: I, I like how they all have the same sort of thought as me. Like we need to cut off this white carpet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah That's the first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I like to Yeah, I like to even before that kicks in. Just when they're just all feeling okay and they're just like trying on dresses. Mm. Melissa McCarthy's just always in the background doing weird stuff and everything. Yeah. Like she's just like jumping over couches and spreading <laughs> out and just being strange. It's, yeah. it's great. It's great physical comedy. Like you mm. couldn't really describe what she's doing. It's just. She's just, she's just being around. She's, or... Yeah, she's just obviously not, you know, this isn't her natural state of being mm. to be in like a very posh bridal shop. Like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then they. Yeah, they all get overcome by food poisoning one by one. Mm-hmm. They all run into the bathroom and they're all vomiting and screaming. And Helen, who feels fine because she didn't eat any meat at the restaurants, mm-hmm. so she's like, "We must be food poisoning from that restaurant that you recommended." And mm-hmm. Kristen Wiggs like, "We'll not give her this victory." So she's yeah. like, no, "Well, it can't be because I, I feel fine." <laughs> and Helen's just like, "I did enjoy this bit." This... I think you'd feel better if you vomited. Like, yeah. <laughs> and this, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not sick. I, I'm hungry. And then she gets to this. Is it a walnut or a, like something you don't want was, to eat when you feel sick? I thought it was a mint, so I was, I was a little confused, but I don't know. Yes, it was something, anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then she's very slowly chewing on this. Mm. And then, yeah, then my Rudolph shits herself and then they're all driving home. And it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's just uh, just a nightmare. But, mm-hmm. but Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But very funny, I thought. You don't look very well, Annie.
0: I feel fine. Are you sure it wasn't that gray kind of
1: lamb, or you ate a lot of that weird chicken. Was it that? No, I'm, I I feel fine. I think you'd
0: just feel better if you threw up. I don't have, I don't have to
1: throw up. You're not sick. No, no, in fact, Helen, I'm hungry, and I wish I had a snack. You're hungry, starving. Anyway, so the next thing is they have to have the actual bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. Uh, Annie's trying to keep it low profile. She's like, let's go to a lake house in the mountains or whatever it is. It's mm-hmm. a really nice place. And then Helen's like, nope, Vegas. Mm. And they have the like the five-way call. Oh, and yeah. she manipulates all the other women into being like, no, 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 we're going to go to Vegas. Yeah. It's got to be Vegas. Has to be Vegas. Yeah. And so Annie gets railroaded into going to Vegas. Which is definitely the worst idea of the two. Well, it depends what you like,
0: you yeah. know. What would you rather your bachelor party is? See, I... Th- like, like, like the city of the, the, that you dream of, mm. and, and have been dreaming of for ages, mm. or
1: Vegas. Because I know you're not dreaming about going to Vegas anytime soon. Yes, I am. Are you not? I would love to go to Vegas. That's what, Like, I love a country house, but we go to country you know, countryside retreats we do all the time. I, I would... Uh, Vegas is oh, wait, top of wait, wait, wait,
0: sorry, I'm getting mixed up. I thought that her plan A was to take her to
1: Paris. No, 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 no. Sorry, she couldn't take. afford Paris. No, she wanted a Parisian themed party, mm-hmm. but not to go, not to actually go to Paris. Right. Yeah. And she doesn't like flying, and she doesn't have a lot of money. Right. So she wanted to just go to a lake house in the countryside. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, Helen wanted to go to Paris. Would be as expensive as Vegas, probably. It's a free American. Yeah. So they're on the plane, and she's kind of really freaking out. She doesn't like it, and she's next to another person who's equally scared. So that's not yeah. helping out yeah, yeah. at all. I hate being sat next to nervous flyers. <laughs> the, I'm not a nervous. I'm not a nervous flyer. I'm fine, mm. but just being sat next to them, the anxiety, it like mm-hmm. it's awful.
0: Yeah, I missed it. Why was she in coach? She couldn't
1: afford first class. Uh, all, um, yeah, it's it all comes yeah. down to the fact that she can't. She she doesn't have any money. Mm-hmm. Any money, so she's. And then, you know, Lillian does say, oh, I should have, got, I should have sat with her back there. I'm mm. a terrible friend. So, mm. Well, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and Helen's like, no, 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 it's fine. So she comes into first class to kind of, because she's freaking out and she needs a bit of support from her friends and then mm. she gets kicked back out by the air stewards. Mm-hmm. And so Helen's like, hey, why don't you take some pills? I've got some, like, Xanax or something, mm. I don't know. You'll be fine, maybe, maybe mix it with some whiskey. <laughs> like, she's such an evil cow. Like, mm. It's great. Like, yeah. So Annie does that. She takes a few pills and she chases it with a whiskey. And I think, for me, this is the funniest scene in the film. This is the most I laughed, when she just goes loopy. (laughs) I am a different person. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. It's the walking, like, when she's got the glasses on trying to pretend. When she calls the estuart Stove, because his name's Steve. (laughs) Nobody's called Stove. (laughs) It's just, again, it's just great comedy from Kristen Wiig. Like, Mm. she nails this so much. Like, Mm -hmm. she's just drunk off her tits. She's... Just completely unfiltered. And Helen's being really patronized. She's like, everyone should be able to experience first class at least once. I'll pay for her seat. She's like, oh, help me, I'm poor. (laughs) Yeah. It's really good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, meanwhile, all the characters are having these little plots on the plane there, which I liked. So Mm -hmm. you've got um, Melissa McCarthy. Mm -hmm. She is romance. She meets this guy and she's (laughs) like, who's actually her real-life husband, whichever you like. She gets sat next to this guy who's flying on his own, and she's like, you're an air marshal, mm. like a secret undercover mm-hmm. air police. I guess those. I guess that's a thing on post nine eleven flights, is it? I, mean, I don't know. People, I don't know yeah. Maybe I guess. Not something that's ever occurred to me. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm sure they're not on Ryanair. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, I'm not an air marshal. I'm not. I'm just flying. And she, mm. and then she starts trying to seduce him in mm-hmm. the best way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just cornering him, coming out of the toilet, and just like lifting her leg right up. <laughs> <laughs> She's very good. She's hilarious. She's so, so funny. And yeah, they get into a whole conversation about where he's hiding his gun and mm-hmm. she, she thinks he's hiding it up his ass. And she's like, I can do it. Just give me five minutes. I'll hide a gun up my ass. <laughs> 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 Through my pocket. <laughs> yep. It's great. <laughs> and the other two girls have uh, cousin, Rita and Ellie Kemper. I'm just going to call her Ellie Kemper. Sure. They're having a heart to heart at the back about their relationships, about mm-hmm. how like this cousin Rita's relationship is, you know, th- th- all the romance is gone. She's like, I just don't want him inside me in the mornings anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. And then Ellie Kemper, it turns out her husband isn't very. Sexually active and like can only have sex through a sheet after a shower, and it's like mm. <laughs> seems like she's not particularly fulfilled, you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> and they get really pissed, and they end up having this like ridiculous heart to heart. Like mm. your breath smells of sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the playing hits turbulence, they just start making out, yeah, which is great. Yeah. Sadly, the last thing they ever do in this movie, but Aww. still funny. Yeah. I really wanted more of that pairing because they were very funny together. Mm. Like, yeah. Like the bitter older married woman with three kids versus this newlywed who's like obviously not in the happiest relationship. It was mm. a really good dynamic, but it just didn't show up again. Mm. It's a shame. Anyway, maybe that'll come up in my sequel. Who knows? That'd be good. So yeah, basically it ends with, it ends with uh, Annie having a complete freak out. She takes over the plane's tannoy system, (laughs) like the the warning system. She starts screaming about having seen a colonial woman on the wing. Mm -hmm. And the flight has to make an emergency landing because there's been so much uproar Mm. and they get kicked off and arrested. Yeah. And so their whole, the bachelorette party just doesn't happen. They have to get the bus back to Chicago. (laughs) And at this point, uh, Lillian Understandably, it's like you know what this is not working for you. This mm. being the maid of honor is obviously causing you a lot of problems. Let's just let Helen take her over. You need to take a step back because yeah. I, I just need to focus on getting married. and you know, I wear my weddings in like a week, so yeah. And obviously, that just sends Annie into a complete spiral even more. So she's mm-hmm. really upset. Mm-hmm. And does
0: she get uninvited from the wedding as well? No, not here.
1: No, no. She's she's still invited to the wedding. That's mm. a, that's later on. Mm. But this is the point where she kind of really hits rock bottom. So she. Well, she has sex with Chris O'Dowd, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But then he does a kind of slightly creepy thing where he brings a bunch of baking stuff. And he's like, "Hey, why don't you bake again?" Because mm-hmm. he thinks like, if she gets back into baking, she'll be happy. And, and yeah, and she's just like, "You don't get to fix me." Like, mm-hmm. which I actually, thought was fair. I thought it was a bit over overstepped. Like, by he had his heart in the right place. But it mm-hmm. was like it was a bit, it was a bit over the top, a bit forward. They've literally just sat the slats together for the first time. Like, cool yeah. it, you know? Yeah. But anyway, so then she kind of dumps him or like walks out anyway. Mm-hmm. And then she gets fired from work because mm-hmm. she calls a 13-year-old girl a little cunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> it's just the way, it, again, the way it builds. Like, because they just have, they get into this weird little slanging match where yeah. she's just obviously not here for people talking about, like, best friends forever. Mm-hmm. And then you just go, the little girl starts insulting her and they start going back and forth and it starts a little bit like, yo, mama, yo, mama, yo, mm-hmm. mama. You know, it's that kind of... And then she just gets real she just goes, Well, you're a little cunt. And then it's like, Boom, fired. <laughs> of course. I like how she, she doesn't even
0: protest. She just looks at her boss, just like, Yeah, I'll get my things. Yeah, I mean, there's no defending that. A bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a, a deal breaker, I think, in any job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you forget to take your Xanax this morning? God, I feel bad for your parents. I feel bad for your face. Okay, well, call me when your boobs come in. You call me when yours come in. <sighs> what do you have? Four boyfriends? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Have fun having a baby at your prom. You look like an old mop. You know what? You're not as popular as you think you are. I'm very popular. I'm sure
0: you are.
1: Very popular. Well, you're an old, single loser who's never going to have any friends. You're a little cunt. So she's really at rock bottom at this point. She has to move back in with her mom. Mm -hmm. And then we get to Lillian's bridal shower, Mm. which takes place at Helen's house. And it's obscenely over the top mansion. Mm-hmm. Like it's ridiculous. Like there's like horses and champagne and Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh god, this mansion was something yeah.
1: else. Yeah, she she drives up in a little cheap car mm. and like a butler gives her a uh, like a sparkling like, lemonade. Like a or tall glass of lemonade. Gl- yeah, and she's like, damn that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> she wants to hate it but she's like, damn it, it tastes so nice. <laughs> yeah. It turns out Helen has completely stolen Annie's original idea, which was that when she was trying to like pitch for a cheap, like low cost bridal shower, she was like, Let's make it Parisian themed, because Lillian's always dreamed of going to Paris. Mm. And then Helen's taken that and taken it to the next level, just created this ridiculous, like Parisian themed yeah. party with like a giant Eiffel Tower made of cookie dough <laughs> yeah. or something and you know, everything. That's ludicrous. So then Annie gives Lillian like a gift it's like very personal, not not something she spent any money on, just like mm-hmm. a mem a really nice memory box of their mm-hmm. childhood together and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then it's really sweet and Lillian really appreciates it. But then Helen completely like upstages again upstages, it. upstages of by yeah. literally buying her tickets to Paris. Yeah. And then that just causes I need to have a complete meltdown, like Mm. a full tantrum.
0: You (laughs) would, wouldn't you? Absolutely, yeah. Just like, oh my God, that's an amazing idea, but it's my idea. You had the money to do that, and that's just not fair. Mm. And also, none of you have thought to ask me what's going on in my life right now. Even though things are... I'm basically unemployed and homeless. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, true this is where my rudolph i'm character... single unemployed and homeless i have zero friends
1: yeah true yeah this is where my rudolph's character definitely is a little bit uns- unsympathetic because like her friend needs her help right now and she's just not yeah. here for it at all like, yeah so they have a huge fight my rudolph and Kristen wick their characters have a huge fight because you should, uh, ne- you should never get a friend like that
0: a friend that you're that close with that mm-hmm. pays so little attention to you exactly
1: you need to there needs to be you know mm. well it, the, the thing is the, the scenes at the beginning make it you wouldn't kind of, see it coming just from the scene to the beginning. Now that's what I mean because it, it, it establishes that they are close and they do mm. care about each other. But then obviously this wedding just turns ahead so much that she doesn't. Mm. She forgets all about her friend. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so Annie has this whole meltdown. She like breaks the giant cookie. She's just like flinging things over and pushing mm. over the chocolate fountains mm. and just fully melting down.
0: I love her trying to push over the chocolate. Fountains yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that
1: one. She's, she's
0: going to push that over, and it's just not going to happen. <laughs> 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 that was good. Mm. <laughs> I was thinking with that though, that, that looks like it was probably a real fountain. Mm-hmm.
1: And then they just put chocolate in it. And I'm thinking, how clean is that? It's made, yeah. of, it's made of stone. How clean can stone be? Do you feel like whenever I see a chocolate fountain, I'm always like, and I, I mean, the idea of it's cool, but they, they don't seem hygienic. Mm. It's like stick your hands in it or stick your face in it or, mm. you know, how clean are they really? Have you ever been at a party where there's been a chocolate fountain? Yeah.
0: No, but we just had some strict rules. Like, yeah. just food on a stick. That's that's it. Oh, you just put the Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you you don't you don't. And you know, crap. it's lovely to have a strawberry covered in melted chocolate. Oh, sure, yeah. Put it on a stick. Put it in. That's it. Yeah, exactly.
1: Keep it clean, guys. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, but yeah, so they have a whole fight and Lillian's like, "Well, if you're going to behave like this, don't even come to the wedding anymore." Mm. And then she storms out. So Annie's driving home, feeling very depressed, and then her car does her car break down or she gets into an accident. Oh, that's it. She gets into an accident. Oh, yeah. Because she,
0: she, pull, she oh, yeah, there's a head truck in front of her. She slams her brakes on, but mm. the person behind her doesn't see because her brake lights are out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And uh, they crash into her. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the cop that comes and picks her up is Chris, O'Dad, who's who has been ignoring
1: her for a while. It seems like he's the only cop in the entire tri-state area. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's literally the only one. Mm. Yeah. So he pulls over. They have a whole fight about the fact that she's still not had her brake light fixed and now she's you know blaming all of her problems on her friends mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then John Hamm turns up because he's the person who she called to pick her oh, up. yeah, because like, well, she's, he, he's the only person. He's that literally, got left. yeah. Now that all of all of her friends aren't talking to her anymore, mm. all she's got is this terrible douchey guy she sleeps with occasionally. Yeah, and then that makes Chris O'Dowd even more annoyed. So he's mm-hmm. just like, "Well, screw you, whatever. Mm. Make make your own messes. I don't care anymore." Mm-hmm. And then she's driving home with John Hamm, and John Hamm is uh, being gross. Mm-hmm. Like, take a little lap nap. Yeah, no, just take a little nap, nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's like, you know what? I would rather walk home and die in the desert than spend half an hour with you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I wouldn't last half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, you're not even
0: my number three anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just shows... <laughs> it's the biggest dickhead thing The you lowest, say. yeah.
1: The, such a low, low, moment, yeah. <laughs> what,
0: a, what a line to go out on.
1: Yeah and then then she really hits rock bottom and you can tell because nothing says I've hit rock bottom in my life mm. than being sat on a sofa sobbing your heart out to cast away yeah <laughs> yeah I love that <laughs> just because of our like abiding hatred of that movie as well just made it even funnier for me just like mm-hmm. oh no Wilson no she's like she's fully sobbing it's so funny yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she's, like, sat in her mum's house crying to cast away, just generally being miserable. And then Melissa McCarthy turns up and gives her, like, a pep with her nine puppies. Because mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy completely overcommitted to the puppies. Yeah. Just stole nine of them. You see her driving <laughs> past with, like, all these puppies in her car. Just like, yay! Mm-hmm. And now she's got she's, like, committed to it. And she gives a quite a sweet little pep talk. To- well, quite a violent pep talk. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, a very sweet pep talk mm-hmm. about, you know, just how life is going to beat you up and you need to fight back because you just lie down and take it. Then things are only really going to get worse. Yeah. So. Yeah, and she's like, you say you've got no friends, I'm your friend, mm. I like you, mm. come on, get up, fight, be happier, and it seems to inspire a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, that's,
1: that's all you need, isn't it, just yeah. a little something, when exactly. you've got nothing, just a little something's yeah. enough. So next time you're in, like, a, a sad place, if you're in a period of depression, I'm just going to jump on top of you and wrestle you and slap you until you punch me back, yeah? I,
0: I mean, if I've literally lost all my friends, my job and my house, Yeah. and my boyfriend, I guess, John Hamm, um, and Chris, her dad, or whatever, yeah, yeah. Then when all that the, happens. When, yeah. when all that happens, then yeah, please do. Cool, okay. I'll make a note of that. Great. But also, expect that I, I will destroy you. <laughs> sure.
1: <Yeah. laughs> if you engage me in physical combat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that, 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 we'll save that for a future episode. <laughs>
0: My car is a piece of shit. Uh, I don't have any friends. Um, the last you know time... What I, I find th- interesting about that, Annie? It's interesting to me that you have... You have absolutely no friends. You know why it's interesting? Here's a friend standing directly in front of you trying to talk to you, and you choose to talk about the fact that you don't have any friends. You know what I mean? No. Nope. I don't think you want any help. I think you want to have a little pity party. Yeah, I think Annie wants a little they, pity party, is that yeah, what you- want? You're an asshole, Annie. My God, what are you doing? You're an asshole. I'm life, huh? Life bothering you? Yes, oh, oh, I'm life, what Annie. Doing? I'm life, Annie. Oh, yeah. are you, yes, you better fight are you, you, better fight. Are you? you better fight. Megan, you better learn to fight, because life will- be. yeah. life is gonna- I'm life, and I'm going to bite you in the ass! Ow! Ow! Yes, Megan, it's not me! There I'm your life! It. Turn oh, over! God! I'm trying to get you to fight for your shitty life! And you won't do it, you just- Stop, Stop slapping yourself. Stop slapping yourself. I'm your life, Annie. I'm your shitty little oh. Sorry. Nice hit. Alright. I'm glad to see you get a little bit of spark in you.
1: So, she gets a pep talk from Melissa McCarthy, she starts turning things around a little bit, she starts baking again, she sets her mum up with a... She gets her brake lights fixed, mm-hmm. big character moment, mm-hmm. sets her mum up with the guy, at the... Um...
0: I mean, she gets the entire back half of her car fixed. Well, she has her. to, I mean, yeah, at this point, <laughs> it's not
1: something you can ignore anymore. Yeah. It's not but, just a broken but light. But,
0: like, the the mechanic does it for free, because he's like, oh, yeah, Chris, i recommended. And it, and I'm like, he, I owe him big time, so, yeah. you know, this is on the house.
1: He's a cool guy, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and then suddenly, you're
0: like, oh, life's, life's turning around. Just... Yeah,
1: yeah. And then Helen turns up at the door, very upset, because on the eve of the wedding, because mm. Lillian has gone missing. Mm. Like, she's done a run about the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And then Helen doesn't know where she's gone. American weddings are
0: weird. Why is there a rehearsal dinner? Yeah, do they have those in British weddings? I, no, not I've never known. I've no, never I've no, been to one, no.
1: I, no, the same, but I'm usually, like, only invited to the reception, so. Mm. Yeah. Well, so I don't know, yeah. No, I've never been to rehearsal dinner. No, it must be only for very posh weddings, but, yeah, yeah. like, what is there to rehearse? Yeah, Like, the dinner's supposed to be the fun bit. Like, yeah. why do you have to rehearse that? Yeah. Does that mean you have two dinners? <laughs> I mean, yeah, from a food perspective, you probably get fed twice, so you probably be very happy, but... Yeah, yeah great. Mm.
0: But then it's, it's going to cost a whole lot more, isn't it? Because you've got to you got to book an extra night for your hotel, mm. the people paying for the wedding, they've got to just about double the cost. Well,
1: I did love the little running joke with Mario Rudolph's dad being like, I am right. not paying for this shit. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so they need to find Lillian, who's gone missing, so... Kristen Wig recruits Chris O'Dowd to help her, Mm -hmm. because he can obviously use his police contacts. She finds him, because of course, once again, as the only cop in the area, he's always in that one spot, Mm -hmm. apparently, just acting Mm -hmm. as a human speed camera. Yeah, He's just ignoring her, and she's like, okay, we need to get his attention. And so there's another great comic scene where she's just engaged in this ridiculous montage of dangerous driving, Mm -hmm. which, again, just really cracks me up, Mm -hmm. just... Because it just keeps getting silly. Like, first, she's just, like, speeding back and forth. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, nope, I'm not I'm not rising to this. I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> and then it's like, you've just got a big bottle of beer. She's like, glug, glug, glug. I'm drinking, driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's doing handbrake turns. Handbrake turns. They're all they're lying down. So it's like, oh, hey, who's driving this car?
0: Like, yeah. it's like... She gets her tits out at one
1: point. Oh she does, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like I was thinking when, when there's a bit of the oh who's driving this car? They're lying down. I thought they should have just really gone for it, just have that and then they're both just running behind it. Yeah. Like, just do it. Yeah, just put it, yeah, I just know. put the
1: turn the handbrake off and let it roll or something. Yeah, it doesn't need
0: to be fast, but yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like how Helen's just like not here for this, but she just kinda of sat there just trying her best to be part of it, just mm. like <laughs> yeah she briefly gets into it with the topless scene she's like hey look boobs yeah (laughs) the rest of the time she's just like "Eh." yeah (laughs) Uh, but yeah so they have basically they find out that lillian's actually just hiding in her apartment Mm -hmm. Uh, she's not actually gone anywhere Mm. Uh, but but helen and annie have a little heart-to-heart and helen admits that she you know she feels very insecure and the reason that she behaves the way she does is because she doesn't have any real friends and Mm i like how annie's just like no i'm not here for you to have a character i don't want you to have a sob story not interested yeah you're a bitch i don't like you yeah but obviously like she warms up a little bit but it's Mm -hmm. like that's it because helen starts crying and annie's like you're really ugly when you cry (laughs) that makes me feel good (laughs) you're an ugly (laughs) cry and then helen's like no i'm not
0: (laughs) i think people just ask me to their weddings because i'm good at organizing parties I don't have any female friends.
1: (laughs) I'm so sorry. Oh, you're smiling. (laughs) It's just, it's just, this is the first time I've ever seen you look ugly.
0: makes me kind (laughs) of (laughs) happy. I look ugly. No, I don't. I don't really look
1: ugly. You're an ugly crier, but that's okay. (laughs) No,
0: I'm not really an ugly crier. No. This
1: is my makeup. So then Annie goes to Lillian's house and they kind of make up and Lillian admits that like Helen's completely taken over her wedding and she's really stressed out and mm-hmm. she doesn't know what she's doing anymore and she misses having Annie to talk to and she doesn't know if she's making the right decision and all and they have like a real like, a really nice yeah you know, a really nice little little chat and they yeah they they make up and they like come to terms of each other's situations and Annie gives her a pep talk it's like you've got to go ahead of me and tell me what being married is gonna be like and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff so it was very it, I thought it was very sweet yeah and. Uh, Ultimately, they address their issues. They get over it, and they, they, they're they friends again. And then it cuts to the wedding. Lillian gets married. Helen and Annie are friends. They've, they've kind of come to un- understand each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. Everyone's very happy, except, of course, Helen can't resist upstaging Annie one more time by hiring actual Wilson Phillips to sing Hold On <laughs> at the Wedding. Because like, in the bridal shower, one of the things in the CD, in the box of mm-hmm. memories is a Wilson Phillips CD, which is mm-hmm. like, they were a girl group. They were like, they were like The Cause. Remember The Cause? A bit. How far forward do I need to go?
0: No, I think, yeah. You know, like,
1: folky Radio 2, you know, sweet girl group harmonies. of course song. Yeah, uh, Runaway, uh, Breathless, uh, What Can I Do? What can I do to make you love me? I,
0: th- I think I got Breathless.
1: Oh, go on, go on, yep. come on, leave me Breathless. Yep. They were Irish, they were very pretty. Fruit... I, I once did a fart that sounded like that. You once did a fart that sounded like Breathless? Yeah. How? I mean, don't show me. I don't want to hear it. But like, did you just like? So what? You sat on your own. And you just did, did let it out, and you were like, that sounded like the, the number one hit single, "Breathless" by the Cause?
0: <laughs> Pretty
1: What's much. It like? <laughs> no, it was like
0: that sounded like that song. What's that
1: song called? And it took me a while, and yeah. But that song's quite like, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah. Leave. So was it just like?
0: mm-mm. mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. it? Was a, mm-mm. Uh, okay. it was that, just that, that little like, bit yeah and I was like those are the exact notes from Breathless that's great okay yeah. what an interesting observation yeah I've, I've not done it again
1: I, I always that's, try that that was your peak that was your the best part of your life
0: it's yeah it's definitely in my top five yeah okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for more on Harry's top five farts tune
1: into our fart cast and, uh, yeah uh, but yeah the, the Wilson Phillips were like early 90s two sisters and another girl who like sang in like harmonies it was very like you know mean you mean did? You recognize this song? It's a very famous song. No, I did not recognize. I don't well, I mean. It's you. You don't recognize anyone. But anyway, yeah. So the the idea is that this is what their fa- was their famous favorite song when they were little girls. Mm. And so then, of course, Helen actually has to hire the actual band to sing it live at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it cuts to the dad being like, "I am absolutely not paying for this shit." <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. That the, wedding looked awful. It did.
0: This is yeah. I would not want. God, to, I would have hated
1: that. Yeah. Fireworks and fucking poppies and yeah. yeah. Castles and everything, yeah. Mm.
0: LED screens. LED that screens. That, that says, like, they do! They do. Yeah. Oh my god, awful. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, because the most recent wedding I'm like I've Like, you're been... standing on, like, a little pedestal surrounded by water. Like, yeah. no, this is just horrible.
1: Mm. I hate this. Well, it's funny because, like, the most recent wedding I've been to was your brother's. Mm. And I was kind of like, God, I was like, God, talk about the opposite of your brother's wedding. Like, yeah. you know, really nice, low key, just in a field, mm. you know, surrounded by friends and family. No one really mm. dressed up too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we wore suits, but you know what I mean? Like, compared to this, just. Crass, tacky shit show, like mm. <laughs> so stressful. Yeah. yeah, but they seem happy enough, I guess. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> if you could have a band to play at your wedding, like a, f- a famous band, money's no object. Like you've got a, you've got a Helen in your life, you've mm. got a wealthy friend who's going to buy you. I'm not going to do this, by the way. I'm not that rich. But like, if you were to, if there was a, to be a band, mm. who would you who would you choose?
0: The Cause, but they just use fart sounds. <laughs> the the Cause farting. <laughs> the Cause farting the hit. There it. Great. Perfect.
1: <laughs> Consider it dog.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here with us tonight is Lillian's favorite band singing her favorite song Put Your Hands Together for Wilson Phillips. Hi everybody! I am not paying for this shit.
1: So then that's the end of the film. Annie and Helen make up. Lillian drives off into the sunset for her mm-hmm. honeymoon. Yeah, film ends. Did you stay for the mid credit scene though? I don't know. Remind me, Melissa McCarthy and the air marshal having kinky sex. Oh yes, they were making yes. a sex yes. tape. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a, all about food and stuff. They're like, he yeah. was a hungry bear. I am a hungry yeah. bear. It's great, <laughs> just covering him in sandwiches. Covering him with sandwiches, yeah. and then she's like got he's like lying there naked and she's like eating the sandwich or like presumably his dick is somewhere in that sandwich yeah. kind of, like, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a great note to end on like just <laughs> Melissa McCarthy being brilliant yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and that ended Bridesmaids I, yeah. I thought this film was a hoot I really did
0: yeah no it, it certainly yeah
1: okay mm.
0: it was alright okay just didn't make I'm, I'm feeling better about it now okay good but you know i'm i've I'm talked ju- you up a bit, i'm though. just off the back of watching friends of benefits and yesterday i watched no strings attached with a massive hangover and they're both just awful
1: yeah one's clearly better than the other but they're both awful mm-hmm. to find out which tune into two geeks two movies <laughs> <laughs> so at least you agree that this is this is superior to those yeah 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 great good good yeah Okay. Any more thoughts, or should we get to drinking no, games? No, let's do drinking games.
0: Okay, so the first drinking game I've got is Drink Whenever Anything Shit Happens to Kristen Wiig. Ooh, well, that's a whole movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a, that's a waterfall. <laughs> no, each, each, each moment. Each shitty happens. moment, yeah. okay. So you'd start with uh, John Hamm kicking her out, mm-hmm. and then on the gate, and then just everything after yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's, yeah, that's good. Mm. Solid. Well, I yeah, I, I, I drink every time, Annie looks sad. Like, mm-hmm. you know... Scenes where she doesn't need to say that she's unhappy, just you can tell in her eyes that she's, like, conflicted. And, you know. mm-hmm. Like when Lillian gets engaged and she's like, oh, I'm really happy for you. Mm. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's great. Um, drink for John Ham. Just drink for Ham. Just drink when he's on screen. He is a treasure. Yeah. He is a true American national treasure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen him in anything I've not liked him in. Mm. Like, remember when he was in Baby Driver? He was, like, the cocaine Yeah, yeah. Freak, yeah, he's just, he's great. Mm. So, yeah, always fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Drink every time Helen is the worst. Every time she's mm-hmm. passive aggressive and bitchy, and you know, mm-hmm. such big hair as well. Such yeah, giant, she giant hair. She does. Rose Byrne was great.
0: She was. Yeah. She, was, she was really did this. Yeah. Uh, drink whenever anyone talks about or actually does shit their pants. Oh, okay. Apart from this pants shitting scene, when else is the people talk about it a lot? Do they? Yeah. Well, they they refer to it many times afterwards. Oh, okay. Well, yes, she would.
1: Yeah, it's a memorable moment. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, drink every time Melissa McCarthy tells a tall tale. Nice. Yeah, you know, it says something that it could maybe is true, it, or, but is more likely absolute nonsense. Mm. Like at one point, she claims that she knows the nuclear codes and she knows yeah. where the, all the nukes are. like lots of shopping malls. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just so much nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining how that would work—like a shopping mall with a nuke in it. Like, does it just like the floors open up and the whole? Thing yeah. Like, what,
0: what if there's people in the way?
1: Yeah. I guess if it gets to the point where the nukes are being fired. It's probably moot what the people are doing. Yeah, You've got probably, seconds to live. Probably
0: doesn't matter if you burn ten people's faces off. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Drink whenever somebody talks about brake
1: lights. Oh god! Yeah, just for the mention of yeah. brake lights, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that'd get you nice and pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, very similar one. Drink every time Annie and Rhodes conveniently run into each other. Yeah, that's the crystal dark character because it it is one of those like the terminal last week when Catherine's City Germans it just happens to be there at all times. Mm. There's a lot of scenes. It's like oh we've run into each other again mm. in this. They're in, are they in Chicago? Maybe. They're in like a, ma- they're obviously in like a major, you know, fairly big city, mm. you know, and yet he's just, he's the only cop, mm. and every time she's driving down the street, he just happens to be on that street. Mm. It's like, yeah. how often do you run into somebody, you know, that you know, just accidentally? Not a lot. Not a lot, no. And definitely not the same person. Not the same person, multiple a lot. times a day, de- uh, no. in the space of a couple of weeks, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, it, it's rom-com plotting, but still, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, last one I got is drink whenever you, whenever you see cake. Cake, yes. Good yeah. I mean yeah, good cake pot, like she's obviously a good baker. Mm-hmm. I did. They did a lot of like scrumptious cakes that she made. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I've two more. Was there a bit at the start of the film where she just made one cupcake? She made yeah, she spent ages like on this big montage making a single perfect cupcake.
0: Yeah. Did she just make make enough cake mix for one
1: cupcake? How do you do, Yeah, I don't even know how you do that. Cuz it's
0: got to be what, like an eighth of an egg mm-hmm. or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're right, yeah. She just expends so much effort on a single cake. It's like Yeah. I, I get it if fun. she just decorated one cake. Sure. And but... the rest are just sat there just for eating. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Who
0: knows? I mean, she decorated it and then ate it straight away.
1: She did. She did, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, drink for Singing. Mm-hmm. They sing Hold On by Wilson Phillips at the yeah. end, but there's lots of individual moments of music yeah Mm -hmm. yeah on the plane obviously when she's like i'm ready to party we're all the folks back (laughs) out the speech at the start the speech at this oh yes of course when they're singing that's what friends are for Mm -hmm. yeah lots and lots of musical moments in this film you can tell that these are all like stage kids in this film yeah Yeah. Yeah. and finally drink for penis references great there's a lot of penis references Mm -hmm. in this film Uh, yeah and those are my drinking games Great.
0: Very good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so before we get to sequels, um, just reminding you listeners, this is actually one of our Patreon episodes. So uh, we're available on patreon.com slash set And anybody, particularly this person who has, who is it again? Oh, Steph. Steph. I knew it was Steph. Steph has chosen this film for us. Any Patreon can choose a film for us once a month. Um, you can come on the show if you want to, but you don't have to, such as what Steph's done. Mm-hmm. Um, you can come in in person, come in on Skype, whatever you feel like. Yeah. And you can choose any film you want, provided we have not done it before, or it's not a sequel to something. You know mm-hmm. the rules. Um, that's one thing you get by becoming a patron. Uh, you can also get our bonus show, Beyond Beyond the Box set, mm-hmm. uh, which is once a week or more. Often more these days, it seems. I don't really know how, but it is.
1: Um, We've we'll we, also a little bit of a back catalogue. I think, I think we're, 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 we're getting bit, back into... Well,
0: yeah, it's the, the occasional thing, you know, like we're probably going to do The Irishman at some point, and that's going to be a, a double up, I guess, cause Yeah. I'm not
1: going to go to the zone to watch that one. No. I know you did. I did. Any good? It was. It was really good. Okay. It is very long. Yeah. <laughs> but you only really you only really start feeling it at the end. Yeah. But that, that, yeah, on the whole level, it was a very good film. Okay. It's definitely, you're definitely going to get Oscars. So. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah. I may take multiple... I I may take multiple breaks. Well, that's why I made the decision to watch it in the cinema because Mm. I was like, if I watch this three and a half hour gangster epic on Netflix, I will have my phone out the whole time. Mm. I'll be getting up for the toilet. I'll be stopping and I'm starting. I won't experience it the right way. So I want to watch it in a cinema where I'm fully engaged with the film and nothing else. And Mm -hmm. I think that helps definitely because it it covers a lot of ground as you'd hope for three and a half hour film. Yeah, Uh, yeah, a lot of digital de-aging as well. Great. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on that. Okay. Yeah. 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 But I'd recommend definitely watching it. It's Mm -hmm. good.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so you get that uh, bonus show from us once a week. So two episodes a week for your money, I guess. Mm-hmm. And finally, every week, every week? No, every month, every patron gets a 30-second advert slot on the main show. You can advertise anything you want, your own podcast, your own business, whatever you feel like talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all available and more, including our little private Facebook group, patreon.com slash Box Set. Indeed. <laughs>
1: Let's see, Alex. Uh, What do you think of Jaws, which is at 97% Rotten Tomatoes?
0: I find it to be anti-shark propaganda. What do you feel about the Entourage movie, which is at a meager 33%? I think they finally got Hollywood right. How about It
1: Follows, 97%.
0: Worse than your parents giving you the sex is evil talk. How do you feel about Juno, which is at 94%?
1: That would be a movie that celebrates a teenage homewrecker. Uh, How about... Bewitched at 25%
0: Best television adaptation ever put to film How do you feel about American Hustle At a towering 93%
1: Overwrought awards bait Righteous Kill, 19%
0: The movie that Michael Mann wishes he had made When he created Heat Sounds about right, I'm Julio I'm Alex and we are the Contrarians
1: As you can tell, our thing is that we rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine
0: Regardless of what we really feel
1: Find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn
0: Facebook, Twitter, we're everywhere Okay, so my sequel mm-hmm. is right, called Bridesmaids 2 Maid of Honor. Maid of Honor, good title, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, I don't know, eight years later or something, whatever.
1: It doesn't matter. Yeah. This from came out in 2011, so yeah, about eight yeah. years. Yeah. They all still look the same. They do. None of them are particularly yeah. aged, yeah.
0: No. I mean, I guess the, the Kimmy Schmidt person has been is, is grown younger.
1: Somehow, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of Hollywood. Mm hmm.
0: So Annie and Rhodes, uh, they're still going strong. Okay, cool. They did finish the film together. Yeah, yeah, the film
1: ends with them driving off into the sunset together, yeah. Cool, yeah, I'm
0: getting confused with the different rom-coms because... They're all blending into one. I don't know. At the end, Justin Timberlake proposed to Mila Kunis... Spoiler! ...saying, will you be my best friend? Ugh! (laughs) (laughs) Ugh! (laughs) Hate that! (laughs) Yeah! On top
1: of her favourite skyscraper in New York. Of course, of course, Yeah. yeah. So this is, our, this is Kristen Wiig and Chris O'Datd's characters. Yeah, the so uh,
0: yes. they're still going strong. And uh, we start the film with, uh, with, with Rhodes proposing to her. Oh, nice. Okay. She says, yes, it's emotional, it's lovely. It's a good okay. opening to the film. Mm-hmm. The next scene, we get her telling Lillian, which is my Rudolph, mm-hmm. um, about it and uh, asking her to be the maid of honour.
1: Oh, I see. There's a real reversal happening. Yeah.
0: Oh. And Lillian cries a little and says yes. Of course. And he reveals that she has already got a date planned of uh, June next year and uh, her dream venue already booked. Okay. She's
1: really all full steam ahead on this. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, So then, later in the film, maybe we're going to go to a cake tasting. And they bump into Helen. Okay. Of course. And somebody who turns out to be her new fiancé.
1: Oh, okay. So she's been divorced. Mm -hmm. I guess,
0: yeah. Um, I've not actually cast this person, but it needs to be a tall, handsome man who's going to put Chris
1: it out to shame. Now, is John Hamm in your sequel at any point? No, he's not. Maybe Helen's now engaged to John Hamm. She's married to someone just as awful as her. Mm, no, but he is also no, sex. No, no,
0: no, that that, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I need to build a, a bigger sort of a, a jealousy factor into this. Not that Annie wants somebody other than Chris O'Dowd, like she's in love with him. But just Helen's really got things sorted.
1: Oh, I see. So it's, she's she's got a perfect man, basically. Yeah,
0: yeah. She's not got an asshole for a for a fiance.
1: Okay, fine. Uh, okay. That would be good if he wasn't in the first one. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Of course, he'd be yeah. perfect to cast for that if he wasn't. Yeah, but somebody, as...
0: somebody dashing and is... tall and muscular.
1: Colin Firth? Is he too old now, or is he in the right place? He's a little old. Mm. Is Cumberbatch too young? No, no, he works. Could
0: Cumberbatch work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, no, that's that's a good one. Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch is in this. Great. Yeah. So anyway, Annie and Helen have a very awkward conversation. Which, if you want, we can we can do. Oh you've got some script? Yeah. Okay. Right, who do you want to be? Oh, I'll be Annie, it's fine. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> fine. <laughs> you... Oh Helen, fancy seeing you here. How's it going? What yeah, what? No, yeah, she wanna say yeah. We're just shopping around for our wedding cake. This is Alan, by the way. He's from England. What's your full title, honey? Oh, I'll do him as well. Oh, I'm
0: Lord Alan Clement Third, the Grand Earl of Shrewsbury, heir to the Clement State and Fortune, and 15th in line to the throne.
1: I think Benedict Cumberbatch is a good shot for himself. Yeah. Well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. So, Helen, do you uh, do you remember Rhodes? He's, 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 he's
1: that cop? Oh, yes. I guess you guys stayed together then, and you were finally tying the knot. Yes, we're actually getting married next June. Oh, fantastic. So are we. When and where?
0: Uh, June 15th in the St. Mary's Hotel. Oh, that's my exact date and venue. How could this have happened? <laughs> I don't want to share a venue with you and your cop boyfriend. <laughs> I don't want to share a venue with you and your your poncy British guy. And, of course, it breaks into a cake fight. Oh, okay. Um, in which uh, their, their fiancés both have to break it up after getting a bit involved. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, I'd like to see them in, in a cake fight. Maybe there's... Uh, this cake shop's got all the fancy cakes and there's like the big fancy cake. This one costs like 50 grand or something. Oh, I see. So it's like the bridal shop yeah. in the
1: first one, that equivalent of like a cake store. Pretty story. much, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. They ruined the shop. Okay. Yeah. I like. Okay, yeah, I like this. So they're just fully, full food fights happening, just like smearing each other's faces, mm-hmm. screaming, mm-hmm. frosting everywhere. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. I think that'll be Maybe fun. there's
0: a, a pyramid of
1: champagne glasses as well at some mm-hmm. point. Okay. You know, just... All... I have one question. Yeah. Okay. Rhodes is a cop. Yeah. And he as a baker, mm-hmm. how is she paying for the exact same venue as multi-millionaire, 15th in line for the throne, and Helen? Maybe they've
0: just done well, and maybe... Uh, you know what? I don't know, John.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the plot things, right. Maybe, well, maybe they're not got the same venue, maybe it's just the same date, and because they share Lillian as a friend, mm. could they be fighting over her?
0: I've got it here that it's the same venue... No, no, that works better. That works better. Yeah. 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 It's like, okay. Because, I mean, I'm about to get to it, but yeah, Lillian is both their maids of honour.
1: Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And they don't realise because no yeah, one's... Yeah.
0: You know what? That, that, that works better. That fixes that plot hole. Great. Okay, cool. That's um, what I'm here for. <laughs> so, when Annie gets home, she calls her maid of honour, Lillian, mm-hmm. um, just to, you know, unload on her day, basically. and Sure. Um, you know, it turns out that Helen's getting married the same day and it's, what are the chances? It's ridiculous. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And then Lillian takes a minute and she says, look, there's something I need to tell you. Helen also asked me to be her maid of honour and I said yes. I didn't realise they were on the same date, so I didn't think there was a problem. But uh, yeah, I don't really know what to do. And Annie's like, you don't know what to do. I've got to compete with her for my dream wedding. I've got no cards to play. She's got more money than me. Her fiancé's internationally recognised and... Now, the person I've nominated to help me organize my wedding is working for my nemesis.
1: <laughs> my nemesis? Good word.
0: <laughs> and he slams the phone down and uh, just has a little cry. Okay. I mean, Rhodes is still there comforting her and
1: stuff, but he's sure. like. This is... This, is, this is lady stuff. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I, mean,
0: I, you know, I, I can be I'm... here to support you and stuff, but there's not much From I can do. From a distance, here. yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. <out.
1: laughs> well, he's got a bachelor party to plan, presumably.
0: I guess, but like, it's yeah. not that bad. No, 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 sure, no. yeah. He's basically only in this because he was in the first one. Of course, yeah. Otherwise. Mm. Similar to the first one, I just wouldn't cast the groom. Mm-hmm. So, cut to the next morning, and the doorbell goes off. Annie is sitting on a couch underneath a blanket, eating ice cream. Great. So Rhodes answers at the door. And he instantly gets knocked to his feet by nine full-size golden retrievers.
1: <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Who
0: all rush in and jump on the furniture, including the sofa that Annie's on. Melissa McCarthy comes rushing in, screaming different commands at her dogs, trying in vain to stop them from peeing and scratching things. Hard cut to two hours later. Okay. The house is a mess. <laughs> the house is ruined. But all the dogs are worn out and they're all taking naps. Okay. Finally, the adults can talk. <laughs> it's nice to see you, Megan. But why are you here? Well, I heard you were in trouble and I thought I'd lend you my experienced hands. So what do you want me to do? And I'll do it for you. I could seduce and marry her man before she does. I could set the idea that she shouldn't marry him. I could kill them both with piano wire. I could could start a Me Too movement against him. I could assassinate the 14 people above him in line to the throne, and that way he needs to get married in England. What do you want me to do? I'll do anything. Uh, So these all sound pretty crazy, Megan, but I think the one that works best is... And this is where you come in, John. Oh, okay. So what are the options again? (laughs) Um, she could seduce and marry Benedict Cumberbatch before she does. Mm-hmm. She could incept the idea to her that she shouldn't marry him. Okay. She could kill them both with piano wire. She could start a Me Too movement against him. Or she could assassinate the 14 people above him in line to the throne,
1: forcing him to become king. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think the least dark of those <laughs> <laughs> would be... What does I like the idea of like, like, Melissa McCarthy going on a killing spree in this movie, mm-hmm. I think the least dark would be to kind of... Yeah, try and get to him to get him to cancel the wedding to Helen. Okay. So yeah, maybe it's like go ahead, Megan, seduce Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. I think I like the idea of a movie that takes a turn into Melissa McCarthy's seducing Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that'd be really good too. Yeah, I'm just imagining the seduction scene. I mean, based <laughs> on the airport scene in this, when she's seducing the <clears throat> air marshal, you know, what what the hell is she going to do if she's got to infiltrate the royal family?
0: Well, I think that she tries similar sorts of things. And he'd be quite sort of taken aback by it initially, mm-hmm. but then he'd be like, "This is weird and different, and no one treats me like this." I yeah, like, exactly. Because like he's so so privileged. Yeah. Helen's yeah. like just like there's so much rich. food everywhere. This is fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never eat more than two lettuce leaves a
1: day. Okay, so it actually works. Mm. So is Melissa McCarthy and he's no like, longer... oh my God, hot dogs taste so nice. Fuck caviar. Yeah. So <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's not with the air marshal anymore then, presumably, if she's seducing this new guy. I guess guy. not, no. Okay, fair enough. Mm. She used him up and spat him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I like this. So maybe it starts as just like a whole ruse, like she goes deep undercover mm. and she infiltrates some posh party or something. just do a British accent. Sorry? Does yes. Do... Oh yeah. yes, Melissa McCarthy puts on a, a very bad British yeah. accent, but she thinks <laughs> she's doing amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe like Cockney or Scouse or something really <laughs> like, or, or Yorkshire. You know? Yeah, she really goes for specific. <laughs> um, yeah, and she does her full seduction routine mm-hmm. on Benedict Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. and she doesn't think it's going to work, but it works too well, and he actually falls madly in love with her. Ah, they. yeah, and they fall madly in love with each other, mm-hmm. and then Helen gets heartbroken. And then,
0: what about if they uh, they have a uh, a quick wedding in Vegas or something like that? They get really drunk and have a quickie wedding.
1: Yeah. And then they need to tell Helen. Yeah. <laughs> and then Helen's devastated. Mm-hmm. But then... Maybe Annie feels really bad because she's she realised that she's kind of...
0: She's ruined Helen's yeah, life. Yeah,
1: maybe Lillian gives her like a telling off. She's like, you know, Helen doesn't deserve this. She might be a pain in the arse sometimes, but mm-hmm. you've literally ruined her life. And mm-hmm. just because you're jealous and petty, and, you know, we could have figured something out. You know, Yeah. Yeah. And then she feels really bad and she apologises to Helen. And then... Helen admits that she never really loved him anyway. She was only marrying him for the status and the money, and Mm -hmm. now she can sell a story to all the press about how she was, you know, (laughs) done wrong, and Mm so you know, it's win-win. Yeah,
0: but Melissa McCarthy doesn't divorce him. He doesn't divorce her. And Melissa McCarthy is now
1: 16th in line to the throne. Yes, perfect. Yeah, Yeah, we can have like a post-credit scene. It can be like Benedict Cumberbatch's equivalent of, like, the Fat Four thing, Mm. where, like, they can have a mid-credit where he's, like, put on about three stone, Mm -hmm. because he's just, like, now he's just all about, like, food. He loves all, you know, giant sandwiches and cakes and things, and then they're just in a happy... Maybe there's, like, tabloid things of, like, you know, Crown Prince lets himself go, all this kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone lives happily ever after, yeah. Yeah, no, that works well. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mm. (laughs) So, yeah, that was Bridesmaids 2, Maid of Honour. Nice interesting yeah I went, I went to some places i like it yeah okay so i have done uh something that i do quite a lot in that i have rather than have one fully formed idea i've got three little ideas mm-hmm. so uh you can just decide which one you like best uh so the first one is not a sequel it's a it's a sidequel because mm-hmm. as we kind of talked about in when we talk about the episode one weakness of the film i would say is that it does make uh Maya rudolph's character lillian a little bit unsympathetic because she doesn't yeah. seem to be very there for her friend yeah so I would think I was thinking an interesting film would be the same plot at like the same timeline, but it's all from her perspective mm. so from her perspective, she's planning this wedding, she's having to like do this balancing act between you know her super rich fiance and all the things that's expected of her as like a we- marrying into a wealthy family kind of thing, but also mm-hmm. her family isn't that well off at all mm. also her friend Helen's just completely taken over the wedding and is being incredibly like controlling and pushing the budget up all the time that's very stressful, yeah meanwhile, her best friend. Annie, is having a full meltdown and, you know, clearly isn't handling the situation very well. Mm-hmm. And her dad's constantly freaking out because of the cost being everything being so expensive. Mm-hmm. And Yeah. But it's all from her perspective. Maybe she has her own issues with Helen, but she's too intimidated to, to admit it. And I just, I just think before, it'd be nice to give her character a bit more fleshing out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. So that, that's idea number one. That's yeah. just called Bride. Sure, yeah. Bridesmaids works. too, Bride. Because, you know, it's about the bride. Okay, so the second one is an actual sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 10 years later. It's not dissimilar to yours, but it's a different direction and a similar idea. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's 10 years later. Annie, it starts with Annie and Chris O'Dowd. They've been together for 10 years. Mm. But the, the film opens, opens with them breaking up. Right, okay. Uh, maybe because he's still, it's been 10 years and he's still not proposed to her and she really wants to get married. But maybe he's got, like, commitment issues and cold feet and he doesn't... Mm-hmm. Even though he loves her, he doesn't really... He's afraid of commitment and so it ends up with them just having a whole fight and they break up. Mm. And so once they're broken up, that sends her into a bit of another downward spiral. She's very depressed, you know, all of her friends are happy and married and she's back being single again. Mm -hmm. So she impulsively gets back with John Hamm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They start a relationship again and they actually get very, very quickly in, in like a whirlwind, they get engaged. Wow. In like an incredibly... Unromantic proposal, though. Is he still quite a dickhead then? Yeah, he's a complete dickhead. Yeah, but the, yeah, it's like he's a dickhead, but he's a dickhead who's ten years older. So maybe he's not as sexy as he used to be, and maybe he's not getting as much many women as he could. So now he's like his his options are limited, so maybe he just like gives the most unromantic proposal ever. Mm. It's just like, well, you'll do, or you mm-hmm. know, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, like, yeah, he basically it's really romantic, but she kind of convinces herself that it's super romantic. Because what if he just,
0: says something like? So you know you're like pushing like late thirties now, so you probably you should take this ring. Yeah, exactly. That's sort of like, thing.
1: you know what? Yeah, you're on you're on the verge of the menopause. Probably, mm. I'm far too sexy not to have kids. So mm. screw it, let's just do it. You know, yeah. it's something just awful and horrible and degrading. Yeah. But she just convinces herself it's super romantic and she mm-hmm. accepts because she's in a very dark place. Mm-hmm. So she gets engaged to John Ham, and she obviously asks Lillian to be the maid of honor, mm-hmm. which, like in your one. So, yeah, so Lillian takes over, even though she hates John Hamm, mm-hmm. and she doesn't think this is a good thing for her friend. so she's really, like, torn. Mm-hmm. But then Helen's also... St- they're all still friends. They've all stayed a friend, so Helen's still in, in the group. But once again, Helen, who's recently gotten divorced for the third time, so she's also in a bit of a sad place, she can't resist, like, going back to what she always does and, take, and kind of taking over this, the arrangements. Yeah. So she ends up steamrolling Annie and, and Lillian, to kind of plan this wedding to John Hamm and it's just history repeating itself but this mm-hmm. time it's Maya Rudolph's character who has to, de- who has to deal with it mm-hmm. meanwhile Lillian is really struggling because not only is Helen very overbearing and has more money and is trying to like make it all about her also Lillian has now had like four kids so she is, has no time to deal with this shit mm-hmm. she just hasn't slept in years she's mm-hmm. very tired she's very stressed Yeah, and this is how we catch up with all the other characters as well, like where they are ten years later. So Lillian, trying to be the maid of honour, but she doesn't like the guy her best friend's marrying, and also she's got four kids and she doesn't have time. Yeah. So that's her plot. Uh, Melissa McCarthy got married to the uh, air marshal guy, Mm -hmm. uh, and they're still raising their nine Labradors, similar Mm -hmm. to you, where they're still very much present in the plot. Sure. And uh, Rita and Becca, the other two characters, they are now a lesbian couple, full lesbian (laughs) couple. (laughs) Great. Yeah. So then we'll go through all the comic beats of planning for the... Annie's wedding. We'll have funny like bridal showers and you know mm-hmm. similar similar scenes, similar you know not the same jokes, but mm-hmm. you know similar setups. You know the fitting and the bachelorette party and Helen just making everything super expensive. And Lee like Annie's a simple girl. She doesn't like this and yeah yeah. yeah. And John ham's just being a dick the whole time. uh But Chris at a certain point, Chris O'Dowd finds out that Annie's got engaged to John Hamm and She he vows to win her back. He's like because he's still in love with her. He didn't want to break up. He just got cold feet basically yeah particularly after he discovers john ham is cheating on annie because he, he would be because he's mm-hmm. a he's a douche mm-hmm. so maybe he like one night he's really he find, that's it maybe one night he like find, he hears from lillian or someone or melissa mccarthy whoever mm-hmm. he, he finds out that annie's got engaged to john ham's character and he's very depressed and he goes to a bar to kind of drown his sorrows mm-hmm. and he walks in and he finds that it's actually john ham's there with like with another woman you know mm-hmm. just or, or hitting on another, hitting on women at the bar or something yeah, yeah. just being a Classic John Ham douche. Yeah, and so Chris O'Dowd's like, right, I am absolutely going to win her back. I can't let her marry this awful human being. Mm-hmm. So then it comes to the wedding day, and so John Ham's there and Annie's there. You know, they're, they're about to take the vows, and then Chris O'Dowd does the full like bursting like, in bursting in. into the oh, wedding, like, don't marry him, don't do it. I object. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Does anyone not have any yeah. objections to this wedding? Chris O'Dowd's like, yes, I do. Yeah. He runs in, gives a whole speech, declares his love for Annie, He's like, Annie, don't don't marry him, take me, run away with me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry I blocked cold feet that time, but mm-hmm. I love you more than he ever will, all this kind of stuff. And so Annie like looks at him mm-hmm. and then she looks at Lillian, her maid of honour, and she's like, What should I do? And, and Lillian's like, Pick him, you fool Don't <laughs> <laughs> take Sean How he's a douche. Like Lily really like steps in, and is like, No, he's the yeah. right one for you, not this guy. Yeah. So then Annie and Chris O'Dowd run down the aisle together, Mm -hmm. not married. Mm -hmm. They just run off into the sunset together, happily unmarried. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll get married later, maybe they won't. It doesn't matter. Marriage isn't the end of the world. No. And then John Hamm's just left at the altar, but he probably bounces back pretty quickly. Yeah. Probably starts hitting on bridesmaids or other characters pretty much instantly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just thought that'd be a good... uh, yeah, no, no,
0: I like that. Mm-hmm. That works well.
1: I mean, that's my most fleshed out idea. Uh, my third one is... I don't really have a lot for this one. This is quite a, a quite a small one. But again, based on the fact that there's certain, there are certain characters in the original that I would have liked to have seen more of, uh, which is uh, Rita and Ellie Kemper's characters, mm-hmm. which is who sadly disappear halfway through the movie. Mm. Again, another cycle. Either a cycle or a sequel, I've not decided, but like basically a film based on their whole relationship. Yeah. yeah it just builds that up a little bit about how maybe... Maybe after that scene on the plane when they really bond and they're like, well, Mm -hmm. I'm not happy in my marriage. I'm not happy in my marriage either. Mm -hmm. And then they end up like snogging on the plane. Mm. Maybe that like awakens the whole thing in them. And maybe like, yeah, maybe they would have their own little side plot that we just didn't see that got like cut out of the original movie where they end up falling in love or something. Like, you know, they go on a road trip, like a lesbian road trip or Mm -hmm. something. And that's all I've got for that, but I was thinking there's... Did,
0: you, uh, did they both have kids,
1: or was it...? No. So, Aunt Rita, she's the older one. Mm. She's the blonde lady. She's got, like, three teenage boys, and she mm. obviously doesn't like very much, mm. and her husband, who she's not in love with her anymore. Mm. But no, the early-campus characters, like, literally just got married. Like, yeah. she's a, a newlywed, so... I'd like it if
0: they'd uh, do a Thelma and Louise kind of thing. Oh, okay. Did you just say that, or...?
1: I did say lesbian road trip, so basically family and Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they go on the run. Great.
0: Yeah, no, I'd yeah. I, I, I quite like that. Go the run from their families... Maybe some shit goes down. Definitely a road trip. Yeah, and all the tropes happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's full. It's a full Thelma and Louise parody. Mm. Maybe every now and again we'll just cut back to Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, and Maya Rudolph being like, "Hey, what, what happened to, like, to cousin Rita and Decker?" Mm. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like they've got this whole crazy adventure that like nobody's even noticed, nobody's even acknowledging. Right? Yeah, yeah. They end up on the run from the law.
0: I'd like it if they did a Thelma and Louise thing and tried to kill themselves at the end by yeah. like. Driving their car off what they think is a cliff, turns out it's like a two meter drop into a lake. Yeah, and they both survive like easily. Yes, um, no injuries or anything, and they just get well caught by the police or whatever, and they just get sent back to where they came from, sent yeah. back to their husbands. And like, yeah, what happened?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> yeah, and then they have to just have a real awkward conversation. And all, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd like that if they went on like a full crime spree or something. Mm. Right? I feel like that is the most underdeveloped part of this film. I want a lot more of their relationship. I think was. Mm-hmm. A lot of comic potential there. So, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was uh, that was just called yeah. Bridesmaids mates to Rita and Becker's lesbian road trip. Mm. Very good. I like it. Yeah. Mm. So, which would you take out of those three then? Probably not the first one. The first one wasn't that good.
0: Uh, I think I think the last one. Yeah. I
1: think I prefer to see. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think there's something there. There's definitely a spin-off movie there or TV yeah. series or something. Yeah. 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 Very good. I
0: don't. I don't want you to be a big fuck up like me. Mm-mm. You, how do you think
1: I feel like me? Now you can still
0: turn it around. No, don't. don't. You're more beautiful than Cinderella. You smell like pine needles and you have a face like sunshine.
1: Okay, listener submissions? Listener submissions. Well, what have you got for me?
0: Um, okay, so first one I've got here, George Phillips, he's posted a link to a trailer for A Few Best Men. Was that a real thing? I don't know. Okay.
1: But maybe. Can't say I'm familiar with it, but sure. Yeah. Robert Shirley says same thing but in Thailand. Oh, is that based on the hangover? It wasn't one of those set in Thailand, Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That sounds bad.
0: Yeah. Connor O Doherty? Doherty? Do is that how you pronounce it? Yeah if it's D O C
1: H E R T Y it's Doherty. D
0: O H E R T Y. Yeah, Doherty. Or or Doherty. Yeah. Doherty, yeah. Yeah. Uh I think he's misunderstood and he just said Bridesmaids too. We've had, we get <laughs> that a lot. You know. <laughs> that's it. And then someone underneath has commented, Electric Boogaloo? Electric Boogaloo, yeah. Always. Always yeah. a classic, yeah. Um, okay, here we go. Gary Gorecki says, Maya Rudolph divorces Time Heidecker. Tom Heidecker. Tim Heidecker. Tim that's, Heidecker. The, that's the actor. He's a comedian who plays the husband Great. and doesn't okay, well, there's Tim a, Heidecker. There's a typo yeah. here as well then. They all get together to support her. The whole gang gets together. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there was like a second honeymoon planned and they all go on a honeymoon together. Nice, okay. Yeah. Oh, so they... I, 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 yeah, I, I think maybe... That Maya and Tim, they, they split up almost immediately. Oh, like, I see. Like, before the honeymoon.
1: Oh, so then they, the girls go on the honeymoon with Maya Rudolph rather than the husband. Yeah. Classic Sex and the City plot, right? Yeah. Great. great. Perfect. Cool.
0: Uh, John Rigby says McCarthy's character's wedding. Gotta be.
1: Oh, yeah, that'd be interesting. That, that'd be, that'd be a hell of a That'd wedding, be fantastic, yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: Miriam Labori says, "Yeah, I second that Maya gets divorced and then they go on an unhoneymoon, if that's a thing. If you like bridesmaids, you should watch Wine Country on Netflix. It has a lot of the same cast and it's very good.
1: I liked Wine Country. It was similar. It was like it wasn't as funny. It was very like just oh, here's some nice funny people being mm. having a good time together."
0: Quite a right, conversation going here. So Michael Tanner says, "I think Wine Country was less rawn- was a less raunchy spiritual sequel." That's true. Yeah. So if they were to do a true sequel, I think it'd be baby shower themed, but switch focus to Wig ha- having a surprise pregnancy and focus on her being an older mum yeah. with the rest of the women, already with school age kids, so she's out of step with everyone again.
1: Yeah, that could work.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Brian John says it would be a prequel where they were teens going to prom together because they don't have boyfriends.
1: Okay. Yeah, I could. so it's like young teenage Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph. Yeah, okay, yeah,
0: that could work. That we need to recast everyone, but yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay, this is the one that I took my inspiration from. Okay, uh, Mel Callie says another two of them are set to get married on the same day. Uh, maybe Melissa slash Ellie or Rose slash Kristen. Then there's a competition on who's going to get the other woman as bridesmaids. Since the last one, they've all become close friends. Another wedding means you can add in some more hilarious women. Yeah. So what they've done here is. Kind of what I did, but they want to just do it with who gets the set of Bridesmaids. Oh, as, I as see. As opposed to who gets the Maid of Honor.
1: Oh, okay. I get it. All right. So yeah, yeah a bit work, different.
0: Okay. But that's, I have read that before I did my idea. Sure, I, sure. I quite intentionally took that. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Mel. Uh, Brian Hughes says, I didn't watch the first one, so I can't imagine I'll watch the second one. Move on. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Scott Coventry says, Maya gets divorced. And it's not a comedy. It's just a sad movie about the truth of divorce. Okay, I mean, there's there's
1: there's lots of there's plenty of those around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Daniel Cura says, a gender swap reboot called Grimsman. And I say, it's about time dude's got some leading
1: roles. I mean, that's basically just The Hangover. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes.
0: <laughs> and Bianca Kay is the last one I've got here. Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Um It pretends to be a sickly sweet rom-com in trailers about one of the previous bridesmaids getting married. Ten minutes in... It U-turns into a film about increasing pressures of adulthood, parenthood, watching your parents age, and how your friendships can evolve or fade. That sounds
1: bleak. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Okay, sure.
0: (laughs) But I like the idea of a trailer that tricks people into watching it. Sure, it it
1: looks like a a funny little sweet rom-com and then it's like super dark and deep, yeah. Like
0: when Deadpool tried to be a Valentine's film.
1: Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Great. Love it. Yeah, that's all I've got. Good stuff. Okay, I have some as well. Kevin Mowery said, I don't know the plot, but I'd want the title to be Bridesmaids Revisited. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I think that's a spoof on a spin on Head Revisited, which mm, is a classic yeah. novel, yeah. Jose Martinez said, Bridesmaids 2, never the bride. Yeah. Kyle Davidson said, whatever it is, it should be another action movie starring Melissa McCarthy. Turns out all her tall tales are true. Mm-hmm. So like, this is, it's her working for the government and being this crazy secret agent. Mm. Yeah, I think that'd be really funny.
0: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, Dennis Fanning said, Bridesmaids 2, electric, Hindu*. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Andy Hughes just said, divorce maids. Great. Yeah, bleak, for sure. Ollie Brady said, bridesmaids too, Montezuma's revenge. Everybody remembers that scene from the first movie. In this film, another character is getting married in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And it's that scene, as in the Mm -hmm. shitting scene, Mm -hmm. but the entire wedding party. Right. So I guess the idea is they all go down to Mexico and they all eat bad Mexican meats and they Mm -hmm. all get the shits Mm -hmm. at the wedding. So the entire wedding party just gets the shits at once. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. No, I like it. Mm-hmm. Chris G just said, godmothers, which I guess will be the next thing, you know, once you've been a bridesmaid. The next thing to fight over between yourselves as, as women or you know, would be to be the godmother, so they were Lillian's first kids. Yeah. Maybe between, again, it's Helen and Annie competing to be godparents of so the first child that Lillian has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be good, yeah. Uh, Megan Roche, no, sorry, Meggie Roche said, aunties, Lily's pregnant and they're competing to be chosen as godmother. So, yeah, same yeah. plot. And he wants to throw a cute jungle animal themed baby shower so Helen takes them on a full safari to Africa. Mm. Lil ends up giving birth in a yurt. <laughs> uh, Alex Demal said Bridesmaids too. Groomsmaids. Chris O'Dowd and Kristen Wiggs characters are getting married but he doesn't have any male friends because he's the only cop in his precinct. So I'm glad not the embarrassing <laughs> spot on that. And he's also made a lot of enemies. My mm-hmm. Rudolph, Rose Byrne and the other girls feel bad and agree to have a couple of them be his emergency groomsmen. Mm-hmm in addition to throwing a bachelor party for the ages and have the wedding go off without a hitch, the gang has an extra duty they're not aware of yet to save him from an assassination attempt by hitmen hired by dirty cops. Mm. Wow, that's got levels. Right yeah. There? yeah. Uh, Connor Crehan said, Paul bearers. Great. Very depressing, but yeah. I guess that's the end point of that whole, you know. Yeah. And finally, Chris Vizzer said, whatever it is, I just want to know that all those puppies are in a good place. <laughs> Fair? Yeah. Yeah. They
0: all went to Melissa McCarthy. I reckon that she'd... I think she'd be responsible. Do a decent job. Yeah. When she's not out, like, nuking the world or
1: whatever. Whatever she's doing, yeah. So thank you, everybody, for those sequel ideas. We ask for your listener submissions every week, a few days before we record, by putting posts out on Facebook and Twitter where you can post your ideas. So make sure you like and follow our pages if you don't want to miss out. To listen to more episodes of Beyond the Box Set, you can subscribe and browse our back catalogue on any podcasting platform, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and many others, all of which you can also leave us a five-star review, which really helps us to reach out to new listeners. As mentioned earlier, we're also available on Patreon, which is exclusively for people who would rate us more than five stars if they could. You can find all of those links in the description below or at Mm beyondtheboxset.com. And next week, Mm -hmm. Harry, we are beginning our Christmas season. Mm. Can you believe it's been a whole year? Come on. I don't want to... Get festive. <sighs> Fine. You like Christmas, really.
0: Yeah, it has its moments. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I... At the time of recording, it's still well into November. This is true. Mm. And yes, oh. Christmas decorations, and stuff, they're up everywhere
1: Yeah, in the city, but... Ugh. Between now and next week, we work on getting a bit more jolly. Yeah. That's not like me, though, is it? No. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not... You're not... Not a naturally jolly soul, but... No. Anyway. Yes. (laughs) So. What have you got for us next week, then? Okay, so I have two options in my head. Mm. Would you prefer to watch a bad Christmas movie? Mm. Like a really bad Christmas movie? Okay, first up, are either of these rom-coms? Well, I was going to say, we can either watch a really bad Christmas movie or a sweet classic Christmas rom-com. Let's go. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, I'm just thinking, like, I don't want to watch a rom com, but also a bad movie might be like. What was that only one that we did? Jingle all the way. Oh. oh Johnny you... is oh. This is awful. Uh, could we just toss a coin for it? Sure, if you want to? I don't have a coin. Uh. Oh wow, a handy pile of coins.
1: What, ten pa- what, what's the? Just give, give me a coin. coin. Just give me a okay. coin. Okay. Okay. So what we're saying. well. Y- Heads y- y- for rom com, tail for bad Christmas movie? Yeah. Heads. Rom com? Oh, fuck. Well, this, the coin has spoken. The coin has spoken. The fucking queen. So. <laughs> how dare you? Excuse me. <laughs>
0: oh, sorry. God save the fucking queen. Oh, okay. Fine.
1: Uh, <laughs> okay, you, so. <laughs> sorry. Don't walk him over me. <laughs> So, okay, the coin is spoken, and next week we are going to be watching the beloved Christmas rom-com, The Holiday. Fine. Yeah. Fine. To be honest, I think that's the better of the two options that I had lined up, so. Uh, What was the other one? Deck the Halls. Sounds awful. Matthew, Matthew, not Matthew McConaughey, Matthew Broderick, Danny DeVito, Bad Christmas Movie. Mm, Yeah, I'm already out. Yeah, okay, so the holiday. We're gonna watch the holiday. Jude Law, Kate Winslet, Jack Black, and Cameron Diaz. I don't like
0: Kate Winslet in this.
1: Have, have, you, have you seen the film? Yeah. Okay, so you've got a pin. Do you like the film? Uh, it's, it's on and off. Okay. On and off. Kate Winslet and Jack Black annoy me. Really? Yeah. I've not actually seen it, but I, they're both actors I generally very, very much like, so. Mm, it's not a standard Jack Black role oh, okay. at all. Oh, okay.
0: He's weirdly sensible. It doesn't work for him.
1: No, that's... Uh, mm. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll discuss next week. Yeah. yeah. Cool, okay. Well, join us next week for the holiday. Yeah, start of our Christmas season. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, God blesses everyone. Ugh. <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: You're a little cunt.